0: This is Made in Montana News on the Treasure State Radio Network. I'm Jay Scott. Reaction is coming in about a new rule about abortions in Montana. Officials want to require authorization before the state's health department could pay for abortions for people covered by Medicaid, and opponents say that would reduce access and delay or even prevent abortion care for low-income women in the state. The Department of Public Health and Human Services rule would require government consent before Medicaid would pay for an abortion to save a patient's life or other medically necessary reasons. The rule would require women to provide information which would include the number of her pregnancies, children, and menstrual cycle information quote given the time sensitive nature of abortion care requiring doctors to obtain prior authorization before providing care creates an unnecessary obstacle that may result in delays in care and increase in costs for patients that's according to kat duffy with the national health law program a review of abortions paid for by medicaid over the past decade led the Health Department, quote, to reasonably believe that the Medicaid program is paying for abortions that are not actually medically necessary. Again, that's according to DPHHS. The federal Medicaid program, including state matching funds, will pay for abortions of pregnancies resulting from rape or incest or endangering the life of the patient. A 1995 court case in Montana also requires the state Medicaid program to pay for abortions considered medically necessary, such as to prevent aggravation of an existing physical or psychological condition. Under the proposed rule, physicians would have to provide more information about patients, including results of physical examinations, image-detecting fetus ages, documentation on chronic health issues and whether the patients smoke or use illegal drugs before the agency could authorize the abortion services. It's not clear, based on the proposed rule, how long the prior authorization period would take or who would make the decisions. Montana is one of 16 states whose Medicaid program is required to cover the cost of medically necessary abortions, based on state law or a court order. A bill proposed to state lawmakers on Wednesday hopes to give prosecutors a better chance to secure sex trafficking convictions, according to Montana Attorney General Austin Knudsen. He told the House Judiciary Committee that the measure is one of his top priorities this session. Quote, we really haven't attacked the demand side of what is ultimately an economic issue, Knudsen said. These traffickers would not be in Montana trying to do business if there was not a demand for human trafficking victims. The bill reorganizes the offenses in the human trafficking statute into distinct categories, labor trafficking, child sex trafficking, sex trafficking in general, and aggravated sex trafficking, in which someone coerces or deceives someone into sex trafficking. A child sex trafficking conviction would carry a mandatory 100-year prison sentence. It would also state clearly in the law that someone could not use a defense in court that the child victim consented to the sexual activity or that the defendant believed the minor was an adult. Knudsen says his department's human trafficking investigations have increased 871% since 2015. A bill proposed to the state legislature on Wednesday would create a new program under the Montana Department of Justice to fill gaps in sexual assault examination access, particularly in rural areas. Medical care and forensic evidence exams are often the first step in a sexual assault investigation. According to bill sponsor and Representative Amy McGreer, the Kalispell Republican, she spoke to the House Judiciary Committee on Wednesday. No sexual assault nurse examination programs exist east of Billings, meaning victims and survivors of sexual abuse often have to drive hours to get an examination completed that preserves evidence for potential prosecutions. It's not a singularly rural problem. Alan Doan, a representative from the Attorney General's office, says a victim in Helena was recently asked to drive herself to a hospital in Bozeman to get a sexual assault kit completed. No one testified against HB 79 on Wednesday. The committee did not take any action on the bill. The Montana Supreme Court has issued a split decision in part of an ongoing case over how transgender people can amend the sex listing on their birth certificates, leaving all parties questioning over what rules the state health department can apply when evaluating requests. In a unanimous ruling written by Chief Justice Mike McGrath on behalf of a five-justice panel, The court said Billings District Court Judge Michael Moses was correct last September in requiring the Health Department to revert to an older and more lenient 2017 rule in order to abide by his preliminary injunction in the case over Senate Bill 280. That Republican-backed bill from the last legislative session required proof of surgery and a court order before an individual can change their listed sex between male or female. But the court also said that Moses did not have the authority to block a later rule adopted by DPHHS, barring nearly all birth certificate changes to sex. ACLU of Montana and the State Health Department issued conflicting statements on Tuesday night about what the court ruling means quote, the Supreme Court's order confirms the preliminary injunction granted by Yellowstone County District Court, which remains in effect. That's according to the ACLU. The Department of Public Health and Human Services says that the state will apply the rule passed in 2022 in light of the court's rulings. Judge Moses did not indicate that when he intends to provide a response to any petitions. Naturopathic physicians in Montana would be able to prescribe more approved treatments to their patients if a bill heard Wednesday becomes law. Ingrid Lovett, director of the Montana Association of Naturopathic Physicians, says there are currently 90 to 100 naturopathic physicians who see patients in Montana senate bill 100 sponsored by senator greg hertz the republican from polson aims to strike language from the statute involving a naturopathic medicine that refers to natural and instead describe the treatments as therapeutic proponents of the measure including lovett the naturopathic physician with the montana association of naturopathic physicians said at the hearing they believe the reference is outdated and makes an unnecessary distinction between the makeup of some natural and synthetic drugs they believe should be able to do the job. Opponents, including the medical doctors who testified Wednesday, said that naturopathic physicians do not have the extensive training in treatment, drug interactions, and side effects that medical doctors and pharmacists have and should not be able to prescribe certain kinds of drugs. Quote, by opening the floodgates and just allowing access to all the medications that they have and no training, we put patients at risk, and that's dangerous for Montanans. That's according to Dr. Nicole Clark, a physician at St. Peter's Health in Helena. Representatives of the Montana Association of Naturopathic Physicians said since the industry is growing in Montana, naturopathic providers should have an expanded ability to prescribe certain drugs and treatments approved by the state's Alternative Healthcare Formulary Committee. Naturopathic physicians can prescribe natural therapeutic substances, drugs, and therapies, that are on the national substance formulary list, as well as foods, vitamins, topical drugs, counseling, and therapy. Proponents of the bill said it would cut down on the number of providers patients need to see because naturopathic providers would be able to prescribe more treatments. They also said the measure could expand the number of primary health care providers in the state and give Montanans more options when it comes to health care. Opponents said that they worry that the formulary committee that decides which treatments are approved will take naturopaths' recommendations and simply rubber-stamp them, despite contrary opinions from others in the medical community. Opponents of the measure worry that the bill could lead to the formulary committee expanding the approved treatments naturopathic providers could use. And finally, the Montana Department of Justice will conduct an Amber Alert test on Friday, January 13th. Quote, when a child is abducted under life-threatening circumstances, seconds count. An Amber Alert can be issued to alert the public to assist law enforcement in searching for and saving the child. This according to the Montana Department of Justice. This year, Montana is recognizing its 20th anniversary of Montana's Amber Alert program. Updating our statistics through 2022, Montana has launched 54 Amber Alerts, and fortunately, all 76 children have been located. Montana's Amber Alert system will be tested at approximately 10 a.m. on Friday, During the test, a message will be broadcast on cell phones, Montana Broadcasting TV and radio stations, the National Weather Service Emergency Alert System, and NOAA Weather Radio. Also, the Montana Lottery and the Montana Department of Transportation 511 Information Line will be tested. Action by the public during the test is not required, however, if you did not, State officials say if you did not get the alert check the dojmt.gov website. If you need to hear this report again please check the podcast on our Treasure State Radio or KGRTDB webpages. Made in Montana news is podcast worldwide with listeners in now 50 US states and Canadian provinces three Native American nations, 31 countries on six continents. We also post expanded versions of our stories on Facebook. Made in Montana news is heard on the Treasure State Radio Network, including KMEH 100.1 FM in Helena, Elkhorn Mountains Radio in Jefferson County, Homegrown Radio in Bozeman, King West Radio in Billings, ResCast Radio on the Fort Peck Reservation, PIVA Radio of the Northern Cheyenne Nation, and Crow Res Radio of the Crow Nation. That's Made in Montana News. I'm Jay Scott. This is the Treasure State Radio Network.